I'm late. No, you got here right on time. No, I'm late. It's the late show. Sorry, I'm late. You're too late. <laughs> the wizard is never late. Can I help you? Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna see the show. But not to come late. You are late. You're late, man. Always late, huh? The hour goes late. You're late. I'm not paying for those. But is he already too late to save his friends? You're too late! And I'm like, dude. <laughs> You're not going from Mary Poppins to a savage killer. <laughs> I would say yes, it lives up to the hype. <laughs> what little hype I had for it, it was pretty damn good. Where'd you get it from? Amazon. Jeff Bezos sponsored this podcast. <laughs> Please. Yeah, put us Audible. on uh, Amazon Unlimited. Oh, Audible. Is that where you get podcasts for Amazon? Or is it just Amazon Music? I don't know. It's just talking Amazon in general. Yeah, but Audible's the one that sponsors fucking everybody, so. Mm. And that's an Amazon company. Yeah, we could also uh, actually make a website for the podcast and then get an Amazon link. And then people click our Amazon link and then all the, whatever they buy, a portion of it goes to us. Ooh. Not the product, the money. You I don't know why I looked at you. I'd buy stuff through your guest. link. You would? Yeah. Sick, dude. Sweet, we got one. <laughs> I bought my computer through uh, Tom and Christina's link. Nice. You're welcome, your mom's house. Please sponsor us. Throw us some of that McDonald's money you guys got back. Are you going to listen to Tom and Bert's new podcast? I already but did. I figured you would have. <laughs> They're only posting it like twice a month, though. No. Yeah, because they got to focus on their own podcast. Two bears, one cave. All Nick. right, uh, late to the show podcast. This week we have Nick Rosenblum, returning guest. First, first time returning first guest? First returning guest. Yeah. yeah. Hi. Yeah, we ran out of people. Yeah. Oh, we're we're recycling already. Well, you can have Andrew. You got race coming on eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Dylan. So there you go. You got plenty of... Kate yes. will be back. Molly will Molly be back. Molly will probably be back. Kate will be back for all of our Hayao Miyazaki movies. Yep. This is my last podcast. I'm retiring after this one. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. What a short-lived career. <laughs> yes. You have so much potential. I'm doing the Daniel Day-Lewis. I'm only doing the podcast that will benefit me. Is that what he does? Yeah. If you look at his... I no, no, no. He, do, he does the ones that he thinks would be a challenging role. Oh. I oh, that's his movie yeah. method? I, th- I thought it was only movies that were going to be Oscar nominated. Like, no, they just tend to be douche. because he's him. <laughs> I don't know so. enough about him. He's in The Crucible and uh, There Will Be Blood. He was in The Crucible? Yeah, he was uh, John Proctor. All right. I only uh, remember Winona Ryder from it and she really pissed me off. I hated Winona Ryder until Stranger Things. I was like, oh, she's actually even pretty cool. Because she always plays, like, yeah, the cuntiest character. Even in Beetlejuice? I've seen Beetlejuice yeah, even in Beetlejuice. I thought she was, like, the nice one in Beetlejuice. I mean, she's the main character in it, but, I mean... Just, eh. But related to Beetlejuice, the movie we're doing, not at all. No, there were moments not. in this that felt Tim Burton-y, though, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like, when, uh... We haven't said what the movie is nah, yet. we'll just keep talking and see if people <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> They'll know from the title. I mean, we've said for like two, three weeks now that it was going to be Evil Dead soon. So. Yeah, it's, it's but Evil Dead. But which Evil Dead? Evil two. Dead as well? Yes. Yes. Evil Dead as well. Evil Dead the Deadening. Yes. Dead by Dawn is what this one's subtitled. Really? Yeah. Yep. Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. I don't see that anywhere. Oh, well. Look, it, look it up on the Wikipedia page. It is on the Wikipedia page. Fuck yeah, the scene where uh, Linda's corpse was dancing around. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's like straight out of. Haunting. <laughs> Tim Burton's brain. Oh, also known in publicity materials as Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. Oh, look at that. 
I also oh, read apparently this the movie poster. was supposed to be rated X, and they decided <clears throat> to release it unrated instead. Why would it have been rated X? Though? Violence. Like, literally, it was for the amount of blood. That's why they tried to have, like, different colored bloods for things. Mm, I like it the did, black blood. It didn't help. And they're like, no, nah, it's still going to be rated X. They're like, we just won't have it. We'll release it unrated. Yeah, but it didn't even look like blood. You got no, doused was, with Kool-Aid. <laughs> yeah, it looked like red water. Yeah. Speaking of being doused, uh, the, the daughter of the... Annie. Yeah, Annie. Um, when she got the... All the blood squirted on her from under the cellar. Yes. When she was grabbing... I can't oh, think of yeah. the guy's name. I can, all, I, all I remember is Bobby Joe. His name was Jake. Jake? Okay. Uh, There's a reason you remember that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, she gets squirted with all the blood, and then in the next scene, she's... Just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. She just has, like, the one stain on her shoulder of actual, like, solid blood color. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I thought so, that was silly. So, Nick, I think you, what, you're the only person here who'd seen this before? You hadn't seen this one right before. No. no. Correct. I'd seen Army of Darkness. Yeah, I'd seen Army of Darkness, and I've seen the first one, but I hadn't seen but the this, second. This explains how he loses his hand in detail. Yes. Whereas, I mean, the Army of Darkness covers it for, like, a brief second. They sum well, up the movie pretty well, but... Well, it seems like they do this in every... I mean, I was reading, too, they couldn't get the rights back for the first movie, which is why they, they wanted to just recap using footage from the first movie, mm. but uh, they couldn't get that, so they're like, we're going to just make a new story to start it. How could they quick. not get the rights back? I'd, I'm not sure. It's probably because it was so low budget. Well, and shit like that. And the, it had been a while since they had. Made I mean, the they kind of. It was '83 is when it was released to the first one. I think I'm it was sure made it was, in '81. I'm, I'm wondering if it's not a production company thing. They're like, no, we've got the rights to this footage. You can't use it because it's dumb. Yeah. Well, the way this one opens, it opens the same way the last one ends, yes, where becoming possessed. Like yep. that was the very end of that one. So. I mean, it's still pretty much... It's just they briefly retell what happens. Very briefly. They cut out all of the friends. Yeah, and so yeah. it's just them. So. But uh, I kind of like how it happened in this one, where it's just him and his girlfriend go to the cabin, and um, then shit starts happening to him, and then Other the people show up. professor's daughter shows up. Well, see, when I was a kid, I didn't think that there was any overlaps. When I first saw this movie, I'm like, oh, why, why is he going back to the cabin that all this stuff happened at? That was my thought, then, too. I'm like, did he? Forget already? Yeah, that, that's He's real nonchalant about that. that. That's what my thoughts were, but then it's like, oh well, they just quick retold it, and then had him get possessed. So, so wait, what does happen in the first one then? Same thing as this one, except there's he they go with a group of friends, then right. they all get possessed one by one. Ash is the last one to survive. And then at the very end, you know how right before it's doing that shot where he's like flying through the woods and like spinning around and shit. Yeah. Well, right at the end of the first one, it shows the demon like zooming into his mouth, and that's how, and then it like once it's in his mouth, it goes to credits. Okay. So that's how the first one ends. So then like up to that point, it's still technically the first movie, and then after the demon hits him in the second one, that's where the second one starts. That's where the retelling is over. So okay. then, yeah, when the sun was rising, like that's like the start of. Evil quote unquote Dead. Evil Dead 2. Yeah, I mean, I don't even consider it like a retelling. I just consider Evil Dead 2 a reboot. It's, it's I mean, like a weird, soft reboot. Because yeah. if I'm not mistaken, in Army of Darkness, they kind of retell this one a little differently, too. No, it's well, for the most part the same. He when he recaps it, he says, I went to a cabin with my friends. No, with my, my girlfriend, Linda. I'm pretty sure he says my friends. I'd be willing to make a slap bet on this. Ooh. I don't want to make a slap bet, but I'm fine. <laughs> I was slapping on this I, podcast. On your I own would, podcast. I would trust him. I think I think Nick knows what he's talking about. For, he, he might. I'm, I'm pretty certain now. you've seen these way more than yeah. either of us have. Because I've now seen each Evil Dead except the remake once. You haven't even seen the remake? Nope. You should watch it. 
I want to watch Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, I do, I do too. I've been it's I've been Netflix. like trying to get Mariah to watch it, but she's always like too reluctant to start a new series. So I'm like, I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna watch it by myself here soon. And she's like, Well, well, maybe sometime. Right. Okay, so let's take a peekity peek. Oh. Thirteen thousand eighty. No, you can skip forward some. You just want me to miss it. So. No. <laughs> That's not the same Linda. It's also cut off. See? Just them. Yeah, they just cut Fuck. out all the shit from the first. The first one didn't happen. You can really just start in at Evil Dead 2. Of course, the way this one opens versus Evil Dead 2, you know... That leads in differently because they're just really ready to worship him at the beginning of the at the, at end, the end of the second one. But then this one, they're like, "Oh no, he's definitely one of King Henry's men." Yeah, because so. yeah. I actually I actually forgot that Army of Darkness started with him in the past. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought Army of Darkness started with uh, him at Smart, and then for some reason getting transported back in time. So I thought they just kind of redid it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not revealed but, until the very end that he's at SMR just telling it all to a customer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen Army of Darkness, so... Yeah. Me too. But I will say, Ash in this is a lot different than he is in Army of Darkness. That yeah, and this one, he's more of a... The first one, he's just kind of like the typical teenage leader. Yeah. Because they wanted to go with the basic horror tropes. Because that was one that was supposed to be scary. But then this one, like, eh. <laughs> well, do, do whatever you want. Be a wacky guy. Just lean into it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean... I feel like uh, he was pretty ashy, like in Evil Dead Two. Like I feel like it matched a little bit of Army of Darkness. Yeah. Well, because no, at first when Linda dies, then he's like really sad. But then as the movie goes, he gets much more Army of Darknessy. But like I couldn't see Ash from Evil Dead Two being as like quippy as he is in Army of Darkness. Wait, like, we're comparing a, Evil Dead Two to Army. I'm, I thought we were talking yeah, no, I'm Evil the Dead first 2, Evil Dead. No, I'm to talking this Evil one. Dead Two to Army of Darkness. Okay, I'm saying because it felt like I don't know. To me, it felt like he was losing his sanity, which he was. But um, that was the best part of the movie. I thought it was just his whole when descent. he was by himself. Yeah, and he was just cabin. like losing it. Yeah, <laughs> like when I was a kid, no. I loved the scene when everything started laughing at him. That was I didn't like that. That creeped me out. That type of like. I don't know if you Uncanny call it animation Valley. or like uh, like the puppeting. It's puppetry. For yeah, sure. that that freaks me out. The deer head. <laughs> I like when yeah. he was like bouncing with the lamp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that part though. But um, I don't know. I just felt like here he was kind of crazy, and like when he's like when he finally gets like the equipment, and he's like groovy at the end there. That's like he's just finally snapped, and this is like this is now normal. <laughs> so he's like, all right, this is cool. Let's do it. <laughs> Whereas in like Army of Darkness, it's like yeah, it's just another day. Well, it, it seems at this less point like, it is, I guess. Yeah, but I, I, to him, it's all one adventure strung together. There is no break. True. That's true. <laughs> but because I was actually reading uh, that apparently Sam Raimi didn't particularly care for the change in his personality into Army of Darkness from Evil Dead Two. Oh, really? Like, I mean, he still wrote it, but maybe after <laughs> after the fact, he was probably like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have gone that particular direction with it. But because I can, I see what they're saying. Like, I do feel like. Evil Dead 2 Ash is very different from Army of Darkness Ash. Yeah, but I don't really think it is that different. I mean, like I said, I think it's kind of a descent into the... Like, I see the trend that it's going on oh, in yeah. Evil Dead 2, and then he just ends up as he is in Army of Darkness. It makes sense to me. Yeah. Nick, thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, quick fun fact. Does everyone remember Spider-Man? 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's uh, in all three of them. Well, it's not him. It's his brother. Who? Bruce Campbell? Oh, I was talking about Sam Raimi. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, Sam Raimi's brother plays Hoffman. He's um, uh, J. Jonah Jameson's, like, right-hand man. Okay. All right. He's also... He plays, uh, like, zombified Henrietta. Yeah. Yep, I was reading that. Hmm. <laughs> so that's Sam Raimi's brother. <laughs> Big latex costume. Yeah. That was gross. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of this movie was gross. I think it's weird how, like, they... Like, I like the style of, like, they're, like... Would you call them zombies or deadites? Deadites. They don't even get called that until they go into the like, they're, they're, they're possessed, I guess. They're not necessarily zombies. but Okay, so their possessed look, I guess because they switch back and forth sometimes. But I like their possessed look. But it is weird that they can just switch back into like looking normal. Unpossessed. Like even if their face is all fucked up. Right. It's like you just contorted the shit out of your skin. How would it look the exact same afterwards? Yeah. Because it's demon magic? Duh. Yeah. I get it. Just, These are the rules. Well, and there was also the same. I mean, they could just cloud his mind because there's an Evil Dead too, when uh, he's uh, thought thought when he saw Linda out there dancing and everything, and then he started like smacking his face against the window. He was really just sitting in the chair the whole time. Yeah. And he was just imagining the whole thing, but still like panicking as if it was happening. Which was actually one of my other favorite shots was when he was talking to himself in the mirror, mm-hmm. and he jumps oh. out and like is choking himself. Yeah, yeah I like that. Like. That was really cool, and I would like to see that in like not as goofy of a movie because that was a, that would be a really cool like effect and moment in like a, any other horror movie, like a really good like you know, as they're psychologically descending into madness, you know. Oh, that he found crazy. out he was just choking himself. It's crazy how much his stunt double looks like him because they use him in Army of Darkness as well. Mm. Plays the evil Ash, but <laughs> oh, he does play the evil Ash. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's funny. And like uh, the whole time when they're like conjoined. Like side by side, you can you can see a difference between the two, but they look so close alike that you're like, oh well, maybe that's just because he's a demon and he's got like a different feature. <laughs> uh, I will say this though, like the scene that you're talking about where he jumps out of the mirror at himself, mm-hmm. I thought that's what was going to happen in Annabelle Comes Home when the girl's sitting in front of the TV oh, that like yeah. plays everything three seconds before it happens. Yeah, three seconds after. No, before. Oh, what happens I, I on the TV happens in three seconds before she actually yeah, yeah, does okay, it. Yeah, I got what you're saying. I thought you meant the TV show what happened in the past. I'm like, no, it doesn't. No, just... future. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen Annabelle Comes Home, John? No. Will you see it? No. You what won't? if Molly wants you to see it? Oh, Molly's already seen it. Oh, she did? Yeah, she oh. went with her brother. What'd she think of it? Yeah. She, she actually, nice. she didn't like it, actually. Hmm. It's probably the it second. She that... thought it relied too much on jump scares. They all do. Like, too, no. too much than, like, the other ones. I don't know. I think... Not I don't know. I would say it. The Conjuring doesn't so much rely on jump scares. I think it does, too. I think... Uh, not as I bad thought as it did insidious. because of the whole clapping shit. Well, yeah, well but it's less of a jump scare because it's not a big noise. Like, you see the hands clap, and then they, like... Yeah, but there's a scene them. where the witch is on top of the dresser. Okay, that's a jump scare. Yeah, there's a big jump scare. And, and then, then when, like, they're, when uh, they slam the door, Conjuring? when she, yeah. like, sees oh. the thing in the corner... And then the door slams in the room. Mm, yeah. That's a jump scare. Yeah, but, like, when the hands come out of the closet, too. I guess that's, that's not, not as much scare. jump scare. And that but... was creepier to me. I think Annabelle, like, built up a lot of creepiness. Like, there was a lot of creepy tension to it. Yeah. And then it would, like, I mean, cap it with, like, something loud, which could be construed as a jump scare. I wouldn't say it is, I mean, though. They were definitely. That's like a, a jump scare. Like, there was a you te- ratchet like, up the tension and then a quick release like that, that's a jump scare. Like, the entire I would time... say a jump scare is when there's, like, complete silence, there's not tension, and then it, like, snaps Well, in. there was the it's, entire Like, time you're expecting was... it to happen. I wouldn't call it a jump scare if, like, you know it is going to happen. No, a jump scare is, is one that still, catches no, me by surprise, though. No, you can know a jump scare is coming. Like, I could, like, when we watched it the first time, 
you know, my, my strategy for watching horror movies, because I'm a complete coward... No, I do the same thing. Is, he was will, doing it at the movie yesterday. I will watch the bottom right corner of the screen. Or when I was watching The Conjuring, I would watch just above the television when I knew a jump scare was coming. Because mm. you can always tell, but it's, a, it's still a jump scare. I don't... Okay. I always felt like a jump scare was something you didn't see coming at all. Like the wide shot of the girl in um, the... Uh, she's in the room with all the shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what the part I was talking about. It's just, it's quiet. She's walking through it, and you kept seeing the bride's dress in the back. I kept thinking that was going to move. It never did, but... Okay, but I was saying my jump scare moment was, like, when she's just walking through, and then all of a sudden the jar that has, like, the summoning bracelet shuts. That's a fucking jump scare. Because there wasn't any tension built up. It just happened. That freaked me out because you weren't expecting it. Yeah, I mean... That's what I consider jump scare primarily. I don't really consider it a jump scare if it's... Building up to something, then something happens. But, that is, but oh, oh. that is, you might not consider it, but that is a jump scare. Okay, so you got one of those moments, like let's say you know, panicked girls, like you know, going through, comes across a shower, goes to open up the curtains, it's empty, and like there's like the spooky music building up. She opens the curtains, silence, pit camera turns facing her, and there's someone behind her. That's still a jump scare, even though the tension built up that entire yeah. time. And you're like, oh, there's gonna be a jump scare. Nothing. Oh, there's something. There was a jump. That's or, the jump scare. Like in uh, it, chapter one, when she goes after she like knocks her father out. And then, like, she goes to the bathroom. I can't remember what she needed to get in there. And then she turned around, and Pennywise was right there. That's a jump scare. Okay, yeah, I would say that's a jump scare. Because oh. my mind at that scene is thinking, oh, this is an action scene because she's fighting her dad. And then all of a sudden, it kicks into creepy. Yeah. That would be a jump scare to me. That is a jump scare. But, hell, the scene that we were just talking about where Evil Ash jumps out of the mirror at him. In any other movie, that would have been a jump scare. I mean, back I would in the still day, call that it a jump scare. jump scare. I mean... I don't know. Maybe Another jump scare is when they're like standing on the door trying to like hold the trap door down and it like shake, shake, shakes a bunch, stops, and then has one more little shake. Yeah. yeah. I would call that a jump scare yeah. too. Um, but shit, what's a good example of like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so jump scares. I'm scare. not really arguing. I'm just like trying to think We're of what I define what as a jump scare for like, myself. It's not an argument, of, it's a discussion. Like, what were you going to say? Like, you're trying to think know. of an example of what? Yeah, just another mm. like poorly done jump scare. Oh. But I can't think of any. I did want to discuss the scene from the movie, though, when he was fighting his hand while it was still attached to him when he was in the kitchen. Mm. Uh, and he was breaking the dishes over his head. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to point out that his his face and mouth weren't moving at all. Yeah. He was making oh, like, they, do oh. that. they do that in like the entire movie. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, but it was super noticeable to oh, me yeah. in that scene. Right, yeah. I mean, they did that kind of in uh, Planet of the Apes, though, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's so much harder. I mean, like, also, they probably were just thinking... After they cut that scene together, they're like, this is boring without him, like, grunting or anything. So yeah. then they had to dub in some voice shit. But also, I feel like it's probably just really hard cutting fucking original reel-to-reel audio, doing it on film. Oh, probably. And tape and shit. Probably. Sounds like a goddamn nightmare. <laughs> also, if we're talking continuity errors or errors in movies in general, the scene where the demon's, like, initially chasing him through the cabin, he keeps, like, trying to close the doors in front of him. Yeah. The, oh, God. The, when he turns the corner to that door and he closes it, you can see the hand, like, quick come up and push the door open. <laughs> I kept trying to rewind it, and Mariah was getting annoyed with me. I'm like, I know I saw a hand. I had to, like, try to go slow-mo and then just skip right over. I'm like, damn it. So I just had to go in there and just, like, hammer away at pause. And, like, you could barely see it because it was blurry, but I'm like, that is definitely a hand. Um, there was another scene uh, where I think it was... I think it's when Ash is driving back from the bridge that's all fucking curled up and he shoots through the windshield mm. when the camera's like zooming in on him. At one point, you look to the right of the camera, like 
on the right side of oh, the image, like, and you see like um, the cart or whatever. The, yeah, yeah, I like think the dolly like, cart or something. I think they use like an ATV for that shot or something. From, I don't. I think. It, it, well, for them to go through the car though, well, I that, would, that's something entirely else. I don't know. If that's. I'm that's, assuming they probably put it on like a zip line or something. That's well, movie magic. I wouldn't understand. Well, because I know. I think it's either in that book that I bought you that I don't know why I bought you a book. Um, <laughs> I don't know either. But uh, well, I, I read was, the first twenty six pages, so right. I'm, I'm getting there slowly. If only had more pictures. <laughs> there but, are pictures uh, in it though. I, I remember reading like they had had before, like actual like Steadicam type of stuff had been really perfected like they had rigged up their own kind of steady cam thing with like a, it was like a wheel and they had like a piece of wood to balance mm. and like they left them they had the camera mounted on it which is how they did like a lot of like through the woods right. chasing um i mean i imagine you could shrink that somewhat to get it to go through a car i would have assumed they would just like hold but, it and run with it and then, like, because it's moving so fast anyway, they can lose frames where it, like, jumps like crazy anyway. Yeah, but when they're, if they ran with it, the scene where he gets in the car and it's keeping up with him, no one would be able to do that. Yeah. Like, well, and then also, I'd like to point out, too, with the cutting and, and continuity errors, there was a moment where it was, like, right up on his wheel well, then it cut to him turning the car and going, and now it was, like, way behind oh, the yeah. car as yeah. it turned. I'm well, like, that, weren't that, you right there? <laughs> that's all continuity thing, because, like, there's so many times where the demon's, like, right on top of them, and somehow he just managed to, like, back off. Chosen like, one! <laughs> <laughs> the demon's more so messing with their minds. Yeah. But so I, supposed to, it's supposed to scare them and the audience. Even still, though, I really liked that first one where it was chasing him when he went back from the bridge mm-hmm. and, like, he was running through the house. Like, That's I was like really impressed with how, like, on such a low budget that they made that work. Yeah. Like, when it knocked the door down and everything, because it stayed in its perspective following it until it lost Ash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really well done. I like how they do that shot. in all the Evil Deads, too. But my, Army of Darkness probably is my favorite one where it, like, splits the trees in half while it's going to find him. I don't remember that. Yeah, I think I don't remember if it's when he's in the past or like when he's retelling it, but it shows the demon and like going through the woods and like there's a tree. No, it's uh, when he uh, stumbles upon the Necronomicon in the graveyard, like right before it. Okay. Um, it's chasing him on the horseback while well, he's on horse, not the demon, but uh, <laughs> it's like goes up to a tree and the tree just just splits in half and it goes like right through the tree. Mm, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Um, it really is amazing what they were able to accomplish with such a low budget. I mean, surprisingly still, though, they, I mean, I don't know what a good budget is for a movie, but they had like a couple million for that. Movie. Evil Dead Two was three point five million. Wow, and Evil Dead One was three hundred fifty grand. Yeah, so so they, they went literally up ten times. Yeah, by ten, <laughs> and then uh, Army of Darkness, I think, was probably a lot more. I think it was eleven million, and then it made twenty five point nine in the box office. Yeah. So each time one of these fucking movies came out, it doubled. Yeah. Well, I was also reading, apparently, Stephen King convinced a uh, producer to help fund it because Stephen King was a big fan of the original. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's always nice to have an endorsement like that. Yeah. Did Sam Raimi ever do a Stephen King adaptation? That would have probably been cool. Because, well, like, probably. Sam Raimi he does have, like, a good way of making things, like, disturbingly creepy. Which he's good. seems like it's Stephen King's whole fucking he, bread and butter. He's good with yeah. Uncanny Valley type things. Like, yeah. things are just kind of, like, weird to look at. Mm-hmm. Like the whole Linda dancing scene, you know? Yeah. Was, again, very Tim Burton-y. The, when they were fighting Henrietta at the end, that looked like Tim Burton. Yeah. Just that claymation, creepy thing. That's oh, very yeah, Tim yeah. Burton. They also did that a lot in um, the uh, the Twilight Zone movie. Have you guys seen that? No. Oh. It, it does a lot of like that weird claymation-y, mm-hmm. 
type stuff, where it's like very uncanny valley, like you were saying. But also, I think what adds to the creepiness is that it's all like lit up really brightly. Mm, yeah, like yeah. it's not like dark. It's like you see like literally everything going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's also kind of creeps me out. Which I think is, I'm not gonna go see it, but I think it's gonna help uh, Midsummer. Yeah, I'm because, gonna like, see that next weekend. I haven't seen anything about that. I've just been seeing like you know the still I, images for it, but I mean, I've just, it's heard, just the girl's face. I mean, it looks like it's just kind of a Wicker Man type thing. Like these people go to a Switzerland. They, it's called it's a it's called Midsummer. It, yeah, the event is called Midsummer. Yeah, and it's oh, just this oh, okay. harvest festival pagan thing that, and I'm sure there's some sort of sacrifice that happens in the movie, but mm. they just kind of get roped up into this cult. Which I don't know what it is about Ari Aster. I mean, this is only his second movie, but uh, also cult related. If for those who haven't seen Hereditary, it's about a cult. Oh, okay. But uh, Midsummer looks like it's going to be like in broad daylight the whole time. Oh yeah. Which is good, which is weird for a horror movie. Like horror movies are almost exclusively at night. And That's why dark. I like movies like that that are. And so Midsummer's. Taking... It takes place in a lot of daylight, also. Actually, it's true, but then also dark houses. Yeah, there's a lot. And yeah. sewers. But mid, I mean, there's a couple scenes in a dark shack in Midsummer, at least from the trailers. That's right. Yeah. I obviously don't know how long it lasts in those, but The Witch mostly takes place in daylight too. Huh. I you thought Ari Aster was. Itch? I thought Ari Aster was involved with. He might have been, but I, from what I know, I, I remember seeing somebody okay, well, he was a witch worked with Hereditary. Well, he was the director for Hereditary in yeah. Midsummer. I don't know how he fits into the witch, but he might Love have been a, a producer. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, what was Mama about? I know that's not him, but it, it seemed like another one of those cult movies that's a horror. Mama, like the, the one from like twenty thirteen. No, the one with no, Jennifer Lawrence. Spencer. It's called Ma. Oh, Ma. no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about Mama with the exclamation point. It's with oh, Jennifer Mother? Lawrence. Oh, is it Mother? Yeah, that's... Uh, okay. Well, there's also another movie called Mama that has Lena Headey and, I believe, Nikolai Coster waldo yeah. about some like evil spirit that's following these kids. And Ma's the one with Octavia Spencer. That yeah, okay, out. I was thinking of Mother. I thought it was called Mama, though. <laughs> Mother! <laughs> Mother's also about a cult, but... Right. I, I have it on DVD, still have not watched it. Yeah, I don't I heard know why it, you'd want to watch it. I've heard it's really bad, but I, it's like... It's, well, it's, uh, it's, it's artsy from what I understand. Yes. Yeah. So, who, who's the director on that one? Uh... He also does weird artsy movies, though. So. Fincher? I don't think it's Fincher. It's the other guy. Uh, uh, the guy tra- who did uh, Twin Peaks. David oh, Lynch. David Lynch. Yeah, I think it's a David Lynch piece. Well, let's Darren Aronofsky? Him. I think it's Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, it is Aronofsky. I was say it might be Aronofsky, too. Holy shit. Made $45 million. Mother? Yeah. Mother. Mother. I remember some people hating on it, but the same reason why we hated on The Witch. is probably just too artsy for our non-cinematic brains. Well, that was We're looking again, for in-your-face horror. That was still my all-time favorite moment from The Witch, which I haven't seen. But you texted me that you were going to go see it, and while you were at it, I was watching uh, Jeremy John's review on it, where he was talking about how it's a very artsy movie and stuff. I'm like, oh, Nick's going to fucking hate this movie. But Hereditary was artsy too, but like, I guess it was more fast-paced, and I can see where the horror from The Witch comes from. It's just it wasn't the... It was way too slow burn for you. It was very slow burn. And I, there was a couple creepy parts, but like... I don't know. It just wasn't what I was expecting. It wasn't what the trailer showed. Mother actually probably lost about $15 million. It, their budget was $30 million, And in the box office, they got $45 million, But usually you assume your budget's doubled for marketing. Yep. So they probably lost like $15 million. But Ma only had a $5 million budget. Oh, well... I mean, they needed one location. They probably spent most of that money on Octavia Spencer. Well, and the Honestly, school, though. Well, no, Luke Evans was in it. I don't know. I haven't seen it. No, well, he's Luke in Evans the trailer. Okay. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's kind of a 
I want to call it, he's I'm, a B plus actor. I think Spencer's probably a more. I don't know. He was in actor. The Hobbit. I'd say he's B plus at least. That's what B plus A minus actor. But Octavia Spencer obviously is the yeah. award winning actress. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I mean, no name kids. Yeah. Kids who don't matter. <laughs> trying to think of anyone else big in that movie, and I don't think so. Oh, uh, the girl from Natural Born Killers and From Dusk Till Dawn's in it. I don't know what you would call her. That wasn't helpful. Uh, she, uh, Hold on. I'm, you've I'm seen From up Dusk Till Dawn? Yeah. And I've she, seen Natural Born Killers. She's the preacher's daughter. Oh, okay. And Natural Born Killers, she's the guy with Harrison. Not Harrison, but Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. I haven't seen Natural Born Killers. I saw the opening. Ronnie Dangerfield's in it. For a little bit. Yeah. I bet he doesn't get any respect in it. <laughs> oh, Allison Janney. No. Who no, no, no. I'm saying she's in uh, Ma, though. Oh. She's another name I, I know. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, you know what I thought was funny, though? Um, Mary Ellen from uh, Annabelle Comes Home. She's the blonde. Oh, okay. Yeah, she yeah. needed the inhaler and stuff. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious that they're trying to like kind of play her like, oh, she's like the nerdy character who doesn't get out much. But in Jumanji, she's like the hot preppy chick who like gives uh, the fucking plain girl shit. It's like, I saw Jumanji first. How am I supposed to buy her? Is this inhaler needing dork? Yeah. It's like, okay, whatever. Have you seen the trailer for Jumanji the next level? No. You were telling me about how they're doing the characters and it yeah. sounded irritating. No, I, I'm, I'm excited for it. Also, they keep calling the Bobby, Bobby's Got Balls. Like, that was his whole nickname. Yeah. Like, Bobby Balls would be better nickname than just Bobby's Got Balls. Like, it's not a nickname. That's just something that's like a saying. Hey, say. Bob's Got Balls. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I assume that's from Annabelle. Yeah. yeah. All right. Character named Bob works at a gym where he supplies all the basketballs to everyone. So that huh. they're like, hey, Bob, you got balls? He's like, Bob's Got Balls. But that's like his nickname instead of just like a saying they say to him. It just, I think... That's too Bobby long. Balls would be a better nickname, I think. Oh, fuck. You know who else is in uh, Ma? Is Missy Pyle. She plays uh, Fran Stelanoskovich de Filiminski. Oh. In? Dodgeball. She's the deadliest oh. woman on earth with a dodgeball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Missy Pyle. Oh, so it is. Ah. Show them, Fran. <laughs> I think that guy might actually be dead. <laughs> oh, and uh, the lady from uh, uh, Spy, the... Uh -huh. The lead lady. Yeah, that's Allison Janney. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. She's also in the. Oh fuck, she's also in the show Mom. Yeah. Man, know. what's with all these plays on moms? I don't know. Mom yeah. is a fucking horrible show. You got mother, ma, mama, mother, mom. ma, ma, <laughs> mommy. <Mama. laughs> uh, is, is there a movie out called Mommy yet? Oh, I'm sure. What's the one where like the mom has her head wrapped up from surgery and like her two twin sons like are oh, trying to kill a... her? Oh, I watched that one too. It's is that Mimi or something? No. Oh, it's gonna bug me. That was a good movie. That was a good psychological thriller. German weird shit that they're into. So wait, is it like the sons are trying to kill her, or is it actually is, that she's trying to kill the them? Well, okay. The 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 twist the is mom and German. Yeah. The 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 big twist. Spoiler alert coming up. So that Ma goes through some facial reconstruction surgery. She looks creepy with the bandages on her face. And I think it's called Mommy Dearest, I think is what the movie's called. Mm. Um, so she's just kind of acting weird, and the twins are trying to, like, figure out why. Well, they eventually kind of capture her, and the mom's trying to, like, convince the son. Like, his twin brother was killed s in some way, so he was kind of imagining the brother sort of thing. He's, so it was the kid who was crazy. His brother had been dead, and he, was, he went and killed his mom. Oh, Even though nice. the mom did, was doing nothing wrong, she was just trying to get him to calm down. 
but throughout the movie, it's through his eyes, so it makes her look crazy. Mm. Unreliable so. narrator. It's a pretty creepy. Did movie you guys actually. see Brightburn? No. No, I meant to, but I didn't. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't see it. Yeah, it I, seemed I, like one you would have liked. I literally never saw. It. I just saw like, oh, Brightburn. Saw pictures for it. Like I would scroll through past Facebook, see like a quick snippet of a clip. I'm like, eh, it's something. I had no idea what it was about, other than just like, ah, uh, you know. What if Superman was a evil. horror movie character? Yeah. And I'm like, what's going to happen is he's going to win. It's just, that's why well, it's Yeah, but it still does creep you out. And they do do a good job at like making you think, like... Is he going to lose? Well, yeah, that a little bit. But like leaving that movie, it that one actually had me like kind of freaked out. Because it's like watching... Um, like hurricane footage or like footage of 9-11 like oh fuck that could happen like at any moment even though it's a fucking kid who came from outer space with superpowers that's very unlikely but it's like a natural disaster type thing it's like that could happen at any moment there's nothing you could do to stop it well that that's what i liked about hereditary though is uh all the lack of jump scares in it like there's just a lot of dark corners that like you can see silhouettes of things in there Mm. it's just it's good that's what i'm trying to get well, I'm going to watch it this Halloween, all right? Oh, you're right. oh yeah, that's right. You're going to yeah. come over and watch it. And we have to pick doing... two goofy yeah. horror so, movies. So, wait, we're doing two... Conjuring 2 and Hereditary. Okay, fuck. And then, <laughs> and then uh, we're going to do uh, two goofy ones. Uh, last year, we watched uh, The Babysitter and Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. That's, that's good. Ones. I like that one, Tucker and Dale. Did you watch The Babysitter? No. You might enjoy it. Not The Sitter with uh, Jonah Hill. No. Have you seen the new Babysitter movie that's coming out? That looked kind of interesting. No. no. Where, um, so this girl's babysitting this kid, and um, the girl invites some friends over. And they're part of a satanic cult? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the be. one that we watched last year. What? I just saw a trailer for yeah, it, Yeah, it's not new. What? <laughs> Where did I see a trailer for it, then? I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe this is the first time you've seen a trailer for well, it. And then the kid has to, like, try and figure huh? out how to kill Yeah. And it's kind of, like, funny. Yeah. From oh. Mick G. Is it McG? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's the one we watched last year. <laughs> Where the fuck did I see this trailer at then? I don't know. Um, but uh, that woman, the woman who plays the babysitter, uh, have you guys seen the trailer for Ready or Not? Yes, I want to see that. I want to see yeah. that. Yeah, so bad. That looks so good. It's like The Purge meets Your Next meets like... Which I still need to see. I need to your see next, Your Next. You're not missing anything. Oh, see, I, I've heard, only heard good things about Your Next. I didn't care for it. I know plenty of people. Just like Hush. That was like such an overrated movie when it came out on Netflix. I'm like, it's... Good. Oh, Samara Weaving. I could have swore that was actually uh, fucking uh, Margot Robbie. That's what I've seen a lot of people say. She's like discount Margot Robbie right now. I didn't think she was discount. I thought she was well, just fucking Margot Robbie. <laughs> well, discount Margot Robbie because she looks like her, but probably doesn't cost as much as Margot Robbie does right now. Right. Like, seriously, in this picture especially, it looks just like Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sh- Oh, that's goodbye, Christopher Robin. I thought she was in Christopher Robin. I'm like, I fucking saw that movie. I didn't notice her. Goodbye, Christopher Robin. Is that where they fucking kill Winnie the Pooh or something? Or Winnie the Pooh kills Christopher no, Robin? No, it's uh, it's the genocide. I don't know. It's <laughs> some other Christopher Robin, Winnie the Pooh, but it's not like the hundred graveyard wood. <laughs> also, something yeah. I didn't like about Annabelle Comes Home is it was like Scooby Doo Monsters Unleashed. It was just like all the spirits just decided to run amok in the Warrens' house. Yeah, that was kind of goofy. But it was mostly just. I don't even. Was it, it actually the spirits, or was it, it just Annabelle like controlling all the spirits? Well, they said it was Annabelle controlling all the spirits, but like, 
I mean, that samurai armor, that was its own spirit. The fairy man was its own spirit. Yeah. Like, all those things. And then the wolf man spirit, which I thought was kind of lame. Yeah, Kate said that was kind of lame, too. She said, like, it looked good, but it was lame in the movie. Yeah, it didn't belong. It wasn't. A, it became a werewolf movie, not a ghost movie, and that's well, what... And, and then also, he took it, it out really... with a guitar. Like, that's, yeah, that's he turned it into shit. a puff of smoke. Yeah, that was the dumbest thing. <laughs> and then he was holding on to it the rest of the movie. It's like, all right, your guitar's gone. You can let go of the red. I actually like that. I think that's funny. Like, he's so scared he doesn't know to drop it. <laughs> so can I say something about the original Conjuring since we're talking about that right now? Yeah, yeah. let's talk about everything. Yeah, I mean... I'm talking about horror movies. I, this I is a horror this movie a, podcast. Yeah, this one, this a, one, yeah. Not an Evil we're, Dead 2 We're using Evil Dead 2 as a framing device. It's the through line of the podcast. Yes. Um, so in The Conjuring, at one point, Ed calls like his bishop friend or whatever, right. and he's like, hey, this place is definitely haunted. Can we get an exorcism? And the bishop's like, well, we need more evidence. That happens it's in like, Conjuring 2 as well. It's like, shouldn't you just trust these guys at this point? Like, they've got a whole fucking room full of every evil object on the planet. Can't you just say, they probably know what they're talking about. We don't need videographic proof to go send a priest in to exercise the Well, place. they do, because actually in Annabelle Comes Home, the at the start of the movie, there's been an article that's published in their local newspaper that mm-hmm. says exactly what they are, and it's talking about a hoax. So, like, they probably got, like, sniff of a haunting, and it was actually turned out to be a hoax, or it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. So, in... Also in The Conjuring 2, um, the church calls them out to England to help this family who says they're being haunted. Yeah. But they need to have concrete proof that that's what's happening. Because if the church gets involved, then it makes, you know, all the fucking Catholic okay, church look false. Okay, okay, fine. That's fair. So actually, but, I would say it does actually... It but, actually builds into the realism of, like, fucking ghosts and shit for me. But... When they, they're, like, they, <laughs> pulling politics into it, it's like, oh, shit. But... They touch on that in the first one because you see them like go to some guy's place and they're like, this is just this creaky pipe. That's what's causing your noise. Why'd you fucking waste our time? So when they call the church and be like, this place is definitely haunted. We've already checked it for every other thing. We don't have video proof of it, but we know for a fact. Send somebody. The church should have just been like, okay, you've at least covered your bases while you were there. Well, maybe they were too busy fucking little boys. Probably. Speaking <laughs> of ghosts, um, while we were watching Evil Dead 2 last night, and the, yes. uh, Henrietta was singing The Mockingbird. Mockingbird. Uh, Eminem's Mockingbird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Um, while, while she, while that, during that scene, we were just sitting there, and all of a sudden her Xbox turned on in the back, and we're like, <laughs> so, so we paused the movie, and it was dark at this point. I was just kind of like, it was just kind of creep me. I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> uh, so I might need to call Ed, Ed Warren if he's still I think capable they're of traveling. Dead. No, well, Lorraine the girl just died. Lorraine I knew just Lorraine died. died. I thought Ed had been. No, dead I think for a while. I think Ed's still got maybe a couple good months left. Well, if he's not, if he is dead, you can call Patrick Wilson then. He Close enough. He's probably play, He's probably a method actor at this point. <laughs> call he doing Zach Bagans. So. Don't call him. Call Zach Bagans. Zach Bagans, if you're listening to this, come on the podcast. Is it Bagans? Bagans. I thought it was Bagans. Bagans. What, what if he did? Like, what if? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Probably I would. Mean, what, I want to meet Zach Bagans. What movie would you review then? Like, what I would your be? Conjuring Tale. I don't know. What's your thoughts on this? Do they do it accurately? No, you got to do it first in cities because they, they have they have goofy ghost hunters and that come in, so okay, you could do. But or they fucking, like um, they follow the same advice and shit that that Ed and Lorraine Warren do. Like, I'm sure he's read all their books and like. I read somewhere, but apparently it's not... I thought I saw somewhere that Zach Bagans actually bought the Annabelle doll for his haunted museum. 
He has a haunted museum. Oh, yeah. In Vegas, he's got, like, all this, like... like Rob Zombie wouldn't have bought it. He bought like, a museum in Chicago, doesn't he? Yeah, but that's, like, a gore museum. That's, like... I think that's a ghost. He bought something from uh, Manson after he died. Who? Bagans? Bagans. He's got something from Manson in uh, his haunted museum. Yeah, the square cutout of his flesh on his forehead. <laughs> yeah, he got the little <laughs> swastika. <laughs> the poorly made swastika. That one was a, that one was definitely done by hand because there was nobody else around. Aldo Rain did it better. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just seen an episode of that. Uh, it's Ghost Hunters. That's Ghost Adventures. Ghost Adventures. Zach, okay. Zach I love that show. Do you really? I love it. I just saw the episode recently because Kate loves all the ghost shows, um, where like they were at this fat family's house. Okay. And um, they had like a young daughter, mm-hmm. and everyone's getting scratched on the back, and like the fat mom, like she's saying, "Oh, I got the scratch in my back, but I can't. I couldn't have done it because my arm doesn't even go back that far because I have rotator cuff surgery." Uh, and then, but like earlier in the episode, they show her like reaching behind her back super easily. I, and then they bring out the little girl though, and she's like crying because she doesn't want to be on camera. Mm-hmm. And the mom is picking her up and pulling her shirt up, and she's still crying because she's mm-hmm. on camera. I'm like, this is fucked up. I don't want to watch this at all. <laughs> actually, I, th- I think I was. This reading... is its own horror show. I didn't. I, I haven't seen this episode, but I was actually because I follow Zach Bagans on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Sounds like a riot. But uh, no, somebody mentioned apparently yeah, like that, like. I don't know if he did it on camera or not, but like, had like called out the mom. Like they think like the mom might have like Munchausen's by proxy type of a deal. Like she's just trying to get famous through this sort of a thing. That's what it felt like watching it. Yeah. So she's like crying on screen. I was like, you fucking liar. No, <laughs> that's what... She was saying, I don't want to. I'm tired of living like this. Yeah, poor, so you can get money from this fucking show. Is that what you're talking about, bitch? Yeah. See, I don't like the ones where there's like other people. I love the ones where they just go to a completely empty building. And then they hear like one tiny noise and freak the fuck out. I love them. It's so good. Well, there's so one. I don't know. They were going like I think it was like an asylum or something. And there was like this old farmer like talk he was talking to. And he went to like bump knuckles with him. And he just sat there like like five minutes. And the old guy's just like sitting there, just didn't know what to do. And Zach just didn't stop. And I was like, all right, this is bad. I love Ghost Adventure. They also did one where they went to like some. It may have been the Titanic Museum or some uh-huh. kind of old fucking ship museum, and there was like a toy store connected to it, mm. like that had like haunted toys in it. It was like a haunted toy museum, and he kept going on. I was like, "Oh, could I buy one of these things? Uh, would you let me buy this?" She's like, "No. Would you let me buy that? No. Come on. Would you let me buy this though?" She's like, "No. You could buy this shit." <laughs> so we bought that shit to take on the ghost hunt with him. It's like, well, maybe this fucking kid will like this thing if it's modeled like the other toys, but she wouldn't let me buy the old shit. Oh well, yeah. It's like. Such an asshole. <laughs> I don't like him, and I don't like fucking Dead Files either. With the one chick, who's a medium, and then there's the the Brooklyn uh, detective. He's a private eye, and he meets up with the family first and gets all the info from them. And then later, separately, they take the uh, just the medium to the house. She gets a feel for what's in the house, mm-hmm. and, and um, it all just happens to line up with what the detective said. Yeah, because yeah. then they all convene together with the family. And every fucking episode, she like looks at the family, and says. Yeah, I, I just, I really think you're going to have to move. <laughs> She's like the most so sure of herself fucking asshole looking person. So I fucking hate that show. I follow her on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, her name's Amy something. I did not see that coming there. <laughs> fucking hate her. I follow her on Twitter. Because <laughs> I, I want to see what she has to say. What stupid shit she has to say. I just, I hate how sure of herself she is. I hate anyone who's super sure of themselves. Especially And that's the only thing I'm sure of. Yeah, mediums and psychics, they bother me. 
This was a John, weird John. Evil Dead 2 podcast. <laughs> hey, we talked about, we quote unquote talked about Independence Day last week. So For I 10 minutes out of an yeah. hour and a half podcast. Um, I, I haven't even listened to that one yet. I'm working on H3. I go between your guys' podcasts. Yeah, but when uh, I came out to your car two days ago, you were listening to um, the Birdcage podcast. Yeah, so. And I finished it. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. You were right at the end of it when I saw you anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. So Evil Dead 2, what was your favorite moment from the movie, Nick? The whole scene where he's by himself going nuts. With, uh, <laughs> laughing with everything. I remember when I was a kid, I loved that scene. But I also didn't like when I was a kid when I saw it. It freaked me out, like, how after he had already gone through all this shit, cutting his own hand off, like, all the demonic shit he went through, and then these people come in and start beating the shit out of him and throw him down the cellar. I felt so terrible as a kid. <laughs> I was like, why is he going through all this? And then at the very end of the movie, he's back in the past, like, screaming no, because he doesn't want to be in the past. He wants to be back to his normal life. And just all this bad shit happened to him so quickly. Yeah. It so, all happened in the span of two days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then what, he spent, kid. like, a week in the past or some shit? I don't know how long mm-hmm. Army of Darkness... Like how many? Days I mean, they they never really specify, but I it mean, seems like that happens in the span of four days. Well, I think they said it was like a three days ride to the fucking cemetery where the Necronomicon was. So. Oh, really? It was like it was a couple days. I don't think it okay. was like. So if the Necronomicon was already written in Army of Darkness, how could they talk about the hero that fell from the sky in the Necronomicon? Like, it, I feel like the Necronomicon they said it disappears done. around 1300 AD, yes. and that's where he got to in the past. No, I know, but he's mentioned. Yeah, but they, in the they probably didn't write it in the... There was probably whatever demons like, oh, well, this is a prophecy that's going to happen. Is this man's going to fall and we're going to have to fight him sort of thing. Well, and they could add to the Necronomicon. I see, I always kind of feel like the Necronomicon, like, it's done. That's the book Yeah, I don't done. think they added... Like, I didn't feel like they added to it. Maybe they do. Because they said there was bloody rivers. I mean, they had to have been back in, like, biblical times. It sounds like it's a plague that would have happened. Oh, good. There's fucking deadites everywhere. It could happen at any point. I don't know. I don't know enough about the lore. I mean, oceans of blood, that could also just be a metaphor for the fact that there's a lot of dead people around. Like, there's a lot, so much killing happening that there was so much blood, it could have been an ocean. I think it's a metaphor. Which is yeah. something I liked in the new one is uh, how they stayed true to the lots of blood. The blood rain part? Yeah. Well, no, not that part. That, that part actually kind of made me mad. The abomination at the end. Why? I don't know. It just... They built it up to be like this big bad creature, and just looked like any of the other possessed, and it died so easily. And it looked like the girl from the ring, basically. Yeah. Oh, are we talking about the new one? Yeah. The remake. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was gonna say. Uh, Did no. you watch that? No, I haven't seen the remake yet. I mean, I, I, I like the remake. It was just that part I didn't care for, hmm. but um, and how easily it died for being a demon. Like, yeah, she just cut its head off. With she didn't even cut out. its head off. Well, I guess technically she did, but she just shoved it in its mouth and then pulled it out. I don't think the head oh. actually cut off. Oh, I thought she did cut its head off. Yeah, that, was, that was it. And then it, the blood ring just stopped. No, it didn't. It picked back up, didn't it? After the after the abomination th- died, it just went, boop, done. I thought she, like, walked away, and then the blood ring started again. Because she, like, walks down the path after she kills the thing, but doesn't, like... No, I thought the sun rose at the end, and that was it. And then I think maybe they do what they did at the end of the first one and had the demon come back to her. Into her face. Oh, I don't remember now. I, I haven't seen it in a minute. But. That's the one thing that bothers me a little bit about Evil Dead. It's like there's no like concrete like how like you can't really stop this demon at all, really. Yeah, it's just you gotta send it to the past and just delay it. The only way to stop it is to never read the book. Yeah, and then the book has already been read, so like you're just 
Fuck so, no. Well, well pretty much, I think... They're doing the Alduin thing from Skyrim. It's like, well, eh, we'll send it through town. Somebody else's fucking problem. Well, I think what happens is he takes care of it in the past, and then in the future, since he back then he didn't read the words correctly to come back to the future, you know, then it reawoke something when he gets back to that timeline. So there's this space-time of peace, and then when... The Necronomicon gets read again, then it awakens it again, or something. Well, I'm th- I'm thinking he probably gets dropped back right after he disappeared to the past, so like it's a like a perfect loop. Yeah. So then it's still going Harry on. Harry Potter's but... time turner. Yeah. So it's yeah. like the the loop is perfect, and that's just the span of time that this shit goes on. Yeah. And then Ash versus Evil Dead. But I mean, there. like it starts out, but where it's not awoken, then they play it on the tape, and then it comes. Which it, I also like how they did that, though. I like that it wasn't just him reading it. It, it was the like in professor the new evil then, it. where it's where it's written in blood saying "Do not read this," and he starts reading it. I didn't even remember saying "Do not read this." Oh but. yeah, well, because like in this one, like you know, it's not like a, there's not a face on the neck. It's just like looks like stitched together skin. Oh yeah, that's right. like a book from Skyrim, but yeah, whatever the, that book uh, is called. Ah, uh, fuck! What was it called? The Eternus something or another? No. The Necronomus? No. Because it, it, it's the one for, uh, can't even remember what the fucking this discerning the transmundane. Yeah, what the <laughs> that guy. Fuck? I don't know what it is. Sorry, but <laughs> you didn't play Skyrim, did you? I played it, but I, I you never didn't got play the story. It is cool. I'll look it up. But yeah, the the book in that one looks like that, and then and it's got all the like bloodied like writing on it, like the Kendarian language. Yeah, but then like on top of it, where. Whoever was studying it, like, wrote, do not read this book, fuck this book, shit. Like, they're just oh, really? writing all sorts of curse words on it and stuff. Like, it just looks like some teenager vandalized it. But one of it said, do not read these words. And then he just starts reading it. <laughs> or no, uh, they, like, uh, scribbled it out. And then he, like, took a pencil and a paper and just kind of did the tracing thing over it. Oh, and then yeah. read it after the trace. I'm like, uh, why Hermes would you do Mora that? is the Daedra that we're looking. Of. I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking. <laughs> Ogma Infinium. Mm. Okay, get. so Eternus. I was getting off. Also, how did he read the book? It wouldn't. It wouldn't have been written in English, right? No, he just he read it in the language. And he he was an archaeologist. He he studied that shit. Did he? He was a he was a doctorate of some university. That was like his thing. He went on an archaeological dig, found the book, and so I'm sure he no, knows enough. I'm talking about, about the kid in the New Evil Dead. Oh, it was probably written out in English, like spelt out somehow. I don't know. See, because that, that's what made more <laughs> sense instead of trying. Like, he should have translated in Evil Dead 2, because I haven't seen Evil Dead 1, he should have translated it, like, written the whole thing out and figured out what those words meant, and then been like, hmm, maybe I shouldn't say these words out loud. (laughs) Also, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, Ash wouldn't have really needed to play... Because the guy had already read them out loud. Right. Well, but I think... Maybe because no one was there, then the words, like, awoken, it's like, ooh, someone's around, I gotta go check it out. Yeah, maybe maybe okay. those words brings that demon to that location. Could be. And mm. so after they had already been possessed, the demon just kind of left for now. Okay. And then... Because he had already buried the spirit with Henrietta, and then I don't know what he did with himself, but... Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Well, I mean, if he... Oh, he didn't have the pages, I mean, the, the woods could have killed him, like they did to Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe! Yeah, well, actually, what happened to Bobby Joe? She just died. She just got pulled away by a tree? Yep. So yeah. the tree rape scene happens in the first Evil Dead. Yes, yeah. oh, okay. and it's all yeah. it's as cartoony as it is in the second one. Yeah, just I, see. I thought this, I thought we were gonna get another tree rape scene in this movie. 
when, she, like when Bobby Joe was getting dragged away. I'm like, oh, they're going to do that again? John, stop yeah. licking your lips. You're creeping me out. <laughs> Go for it, <laughs> Jesus. But <laughs> Jake's an asshole. <laughs> we haven't figured it out yet, folks. God, his eyes are all bloodshot over there. <laughs> um, so would you... Would you say Evil Dead, the new Evil Dead, is that like more of a faithful adaptation of the first one, the second one? Probably the first one, because the first one tried to be scary, and then they realized, hey, this looks too goofy to be scary. Hmm. Let's just kind of go with the punches and okay. make it creepy and goofy at the same time. Hmm. And then that's what they did. But... And then Army of Darkness went no horror, just yeah. like all action. I mean, they had tropes in the remake that held true to Evil Dead, but for the most part, they didn't do it justice. Well, like but... The Cabin... Um, I think they used the same cabin. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It, oh, looked, that's it cool. looked exactly the same layout. I don't remember. So um, I remember the trap door. That was the scene that freaked me out the most in the new Evil Dead. Was her face in the trap door. I fucking hated that shit. That was the first one horror movie I saw with you in theaters, I think. Because that was when I first noticed that you do what John does. And just no, not we had seen fucking the Resident Evil movies. Those don't count. They count. This is sci-fi horror. They so. suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw four and five with you in theaters. That's true. Both of you. Well, it doesn't help they come out around my birthday, so. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. Well, what? There's a horror movie coming out. This oh, It. Probably see that shit for my birthday. Oh, nice. Good Section. Time. What, what? Yeah, we didn't even see a movie last year for your birthday, did we? No, I don't remember what the fuck we did for my birthday. Did uh, you even have a birthday? No, I, th- I think. Are you still 23? I don't know how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot how old you were on a podcast. Yeah, I remember so. that. Yeah, he's 33. Yeah. He's older than you. He didn't know this no, whole he time. He also forgot <laughs> I took the film history and appreciation class with him at Rock yeah, Valley. Yeah, but to, again, to be fair, that's more forgivable than forgetting how old your brother is. <laughs> I suppose. Thank you, John. You're welcome. <laughs> but we had a lot of good moments in that class. I lost my first slap bet in that class. Was that your first loss? Yeah. My only loss. That was the concussion I gave you. No, 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 no. That was, I didn't forget that you were in the class. I forgot a paper you wrote in the class. Oh, yeah, that's animal. right. That's right. You forgot that I wrote the... The paper on the Mar- Coen Brothers. Yeah, Coen Brothers. I was going to say Scorsese. Brothers? No, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> oh. yeah. I did a thing on Marx Brothers, too. I forgot an assignment you did by yourself, not even one I helped you on. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> I was going to say, I wouldn't forget that I fucking slapped the shit out of you in that yeah. class. Lucky that Jerry didn't walk in when I did that shit, too. Yeah, no. He just slapped me. It was already a shitty day because I had to go retype my paper real quick, <laughs> like five minutes before class started. Oh, uh, that was a good day. Nice. And then I came back and got fucking erect. <laughs> or no, did I? I think I slapped you first, then you had to no, deal with I, a concussion. No, I, I think I went and fixed it first because that was more important. And then I'm like, well, I had I my didn't... laptop on hand. You probably just used that to redo it. No, but I had to go print it. Yeah, you don't. You submitted them online. Oh, that's right. I could swear I had to leave the class real quick. And maybe I just used the laptop. I don't remember much from that day. Because <laughs> like, you had a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. If anyone wants to see the video of Nick getting slapped, it'll be on... It's not going to be on our Instagram. I hate that video. I feel so bad. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. You should. <laughs> so, Nick, out of the three Bruce Campbell Evil Dead movies, which one's your favorite? Uh, the last one counts. The, the new remake counts. Okay, the one the that actually stars Is Bruce Campbell. Yeah. yeah. He's at the end credits. It's just, it's just a silhouette of him. He says groovy and then looks at the camera. Oh, really? Yeah. Look it up. It's pretty dope. Oh, okay. but, uh, also, I'd like to point out that Bruce Campbell's acting ability jumps dramatically between Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. 
What do you I mean? remember of Army of Darkness? What do you mean? Like, you think just he like, does a better job acting in Army, in of, Army of Darkness? Yes, I do. He's more animated in Army of Darkness because he's more people to talk to. And that might be it. I don't know. And it's also just kind of a product of the time, but I didn't believe any of the scenes where he was supposed to be crying and emotional. I'm like, Oh, that's, no, that's just like, the extra campy stuff. Yeah. Like, and maybe it was the idea was to tone down the camp just, mm. but, but yeah, so. Mm. Oh, you can skip a lot of that. David gets the. Oh, this is the alternate ending, you fool. Well, I typed in uh, and Bruce Campbell cameo. This might be the Bruce Campbell cameo that they didn't do. She's still gonna be possessed. They said David gets possessed. Maybe that's David. I see you jump a little bit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shut up. So okay. that's a jump scare. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so type in end credits like for Evil Dead. But uh, no, Army of Darkness is probably my favorite one just because that's a great comedy. Like I, I need to watch that one again. Yeah, there we but... go. That's it. Fantastic. So he didn't really star in that movie at all. So Army of Darkness, though, to answer your question. Jake. (laughs) Burn Notice, that's my favorite (laughs) one. Spider-Man 3, where he's the French guy who owns the restaurant. Oh, shit. Are we good? Yeah, I didn't turn off. All right. That was spooky. (laughs) This is extra scary. (laughs) (laughs) That was the biggest jump scare of all. Um, now, do you think the movie would have been better if Tracy Morgan played Ash? Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I we've Tracy been, Morgan? We've been watching a lot of scare tactics, and he's so frustrating in that. He's in scare tactics? He's, a, he's, the, he's host. the host. Oh, really? Yeah. And a lot of times they'll use him as the, like, if this scare setup involves, like, oh, well, you know, we had a celebrity endorsement here, and we have a video of it, and it's Tracy Morgan, like, giving an introduction. It's like, of all the celebrities you get, it's Tracy Morgan. <laughs> I like scared. I would have put John on scare tactics. I don't know what I would have gotten him with, but if that was a thing, just like it would have been real easy. It would have been like put like a bucket of spiders over a door or something. <laughs> well, honestly, I could probably get him to do something related to spiders. I mean, they God, they do everything, but like there's somewhere it's just so not believable. But they like did... the one with the the, uh, the like the hitman or whatever, where they were at like a hotel and like there was like a hitman like. Who, like, broke into their room or some shit. I don't remember that yeah, one. Yeah, that one was dumb. I didn't like that they one. They did do one on an episode we watched last this morning, last night. And uh, this, the guy set his sister up, but the sister thought she set her brother up. 
And so she's sitting here, like, getting told what to do. And then, like, this alien in a costume comes in. He grabs, like, some scissors starts stabbing the alien. And she, like, panics. And <laughs> she's like, it's a, it's a prank show. You're in scare tactics and stuff like that. And just, like, what are you doing? And he's like, what, why would you do this? And he's, like, freaking out <laughs> on her. And there's just this girl, like, and everyone's, like, freaking out. It's like, all right, show's over. Stop. And she's just, like, panicking, like, trying to, like, tell her, like, why'd you do that? <laughs> I, I like stuff like that, but I probably would have done something that involved spiders. But but then no, they would again, have, it would have been super easy. It would have just been like bucket of spiders. <laughs> there you go. But then like they would have done something over the top where you like, oh, I got you a job like going through an abandoned warehouse, which a you would never go for, yeah, and, like, and b it's like you would come on. across like alien eggs or like giant spider things. They would need like actual spiders, not like real like fucking alien creepy giant spiders that would not be believable. Wait, so the setup was I got you a job at this place? That's no, no, a, no. a lot of times that's what it is. It's like they uh But they would have to go through all the fucking tax information, fill out W2s no, it's, and shit. It's, before it's they like, actually start doing the it's job. Probably, it's probably just like a freelance, oh, you know, this is off the books, you know, it's going to pay you this much money sort of thing. It's a one-time thing. Go do it. I mean, it depends yeah, that, on the that person. That would too. stand out really. Well, I don't know. It's just Well, I mean, it depends. I mean, if you're the type of person who like takes odd jobs on the side maybe it's a little easier to get somebody like that i guess that shit but. of course they had they had i always love the ones where it's like you see the the people's true colors show like there's like oh i'll kill this guy for you like don't worry about that i'll, I'll kill him and i won't say a word oh really there was one, like that happens yeah there was one where a mob boss guy like a valet so they have this show called fear antics that they do it's like a fake scare show that they use like the victim He'll be like, uh, oh, well, you're on this camera show, this prank show called Fear Antics, and you're going to go fuck with these people, which for some reason this one isn't really scary, but, like, he, the guy was posing as a valet, and a hmm. uh, guy comes up, total mob boss-looking dude, just like, here, take it, I'm just going in for a second, just don't touch my car, just make sure no one messes with it. So he has, like, this washable spray paint sprays on it, which I don't get why that's scary. But the mob mm-hmm. boss comes in, I comes out, and he's just, like, super pissed off about it. And then this other guy comes, gets out of, or, no. This other guy comes out of the club who works for the mob boss, I assume. Okay. They both pull out guns, and they hear banging in the trunk, and then they're like, uh, well, I think they called the guy, like, uh, small or something in the trunk because it gets small out of there <laughs> and they pull him out he's like dude I didn't mean to do it. he's all tied up and stuff and he's like shut up and then uh, to take the producer of the Fear Antics show take him out shoot you just hear the gunshot and the dude's like dude I don't know and then he, he's left with small he's like dude I don't I don't know this guy I'll kill him for you like just let, just let me go and he's like I don't care and then they were, like show the oh it's a prank and he's just like oh who and they never acknowledged the fact that they're just like willing <laughs> that he to just said he was gonna kill someone yeah well there was another time where like there's like this crazy cult dude like cornered this guy in a hotel or, uh, yeah and it was like this crazy cult dude and there's a cameraman they're like filming like for like insurance purposes or something mm-hmm. like what's all in the, the abandoned building and so this cult leader comes in and he's just like well one of you needs to get sacrificed the guy's like take the cameraman <laughs> like Jesus Christ you guys <laughs> but then you get the noble people who are like no no just let us go like they never like back down but some people are truly like, just like fuck this guy <laughs> What would you assume someone would have to do to scare you on a show I like don't that? Know. Honestly, like, can it's you think one... of a scenario that would actually like panic you? It'd have to be something Terrible. realistic. It can't be one of the ones where they have like a midget dress up as like an alien or something. Right. I'd see that and be like, eh. <laughs> like, clearly they're good at what they do, but I'd have to like see it to believe it. But like one of the ones where it's like a psychopath thing, like, oh, you're getting kidnapped, you're gonna be like. Shit like that. Like, we're gonna it would have to be something like that. You're something saying? realistic, not like any of their weird monsters or anything. But mm. just start. Be... 
Yeah, for you, probably have to start super realistic, where it's like somebody like, like you're getting in your car, go to work, and like somebody comes and like steals it with you in it at gunpoint. <laughs> well, like, move the fuck over. I'm driving now. Like the mob boss one. That one probably could have gotten me. Or like, <laughs> yeah, just anything where it's like mostly human. Been like, like, I'm not gonna do it to this guy. We'll just let him go. I'd say probably anyone where they'd put a gun to my head that would probably freak me out. <laughs> but well, like you said, like the monster ones, I don't think I'd believe it. Yeah, like maybe like, like, in movies, it scares me. But, like, if was, I think if you see it in real life, you, I would already know it's like, this isn't real. Well, and then they do the thing at the end of, like, a lot. Sometimes they do it right, but, like, a lot of times it just doesn't fit. Where, like, they're panicking, and then the, act, the other scared person who's the actress, actor or actress, mm. they're, like, sitting there screaming. It's like, ah! They turn and, like, grab like, are you scared? Are you scared? It's like, why are you asking me that? Of course <laughs> I'm scared. Like, you're scared, too. And then it's like, you shouldn't be. It's like, why the fuck not? I mean, it's like, you're in, it's like... You know, like at that point, it's like, all right, as soon as someone asks, are you scared? Like if they should be scared too? It's like, all right. At that point, I would just calm down instantly. Right. But Not of course, anymore. <laughs> of course, back when that oh. show was big, that'd oh. be the best way to get away with a crime. Like get them to calm down so you could kill them easier. It's like, you know, you're being a crazy kid. It's like, are you scared? It's like, you shouldn't be. You're on scare tags. like, oh, yeah. Your, your friend Mike set you up. You might be able to get someone. It's like, oh, where is he? And they just go, yeah, come here. I'll show you. It's <laughs> <laughs> it, like a lot of effort. it is a lot of effort, but if the guy's putting up too much of a fight, maybe you can calm him down with that. That's or, actually hilarious. Or, or if it's a guy, you know, he's like, oh, your girlfriend set you up. You might be able to get him. And he's like, I don't have a girlfriend. It's like, well, fuck, now i got a fight on my hands. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but if it, he's like, oh, where is she? And then, you know, maybe you could get her, get him easier. <laughs> but So Evil Dead 2. I was, I was Wasn't that, there one in, don't the end scare attacks scare tactics don't they also like cut the camera to see like the like what's going on and it's like everybody's still acting like shit's happening yeah it's like we don't need to see that part we know that's fake (laughs) it's like oh they're in the other room killing somebody with the why why aren't we watching the person who's supposed to be scared yeah (laughs) i will say this though um if you watch uh spider-man 2 uh-huh. The scene where um, Doc Ock is unconscious and his arms start killing people. Uh-huh. There's a lot of Evil Dead tropes in that scene. Yeah, don't they have like a little like chainsaw or some shit? Well, not even that. But like, um, so when they uh, they grab the one uh, Asian doctor and they're pulling her away, and you see the shot of her with her nails on the ground. It was yeah. just like when Jake got pulled into the trap door. Um, there's the shot of like the claw going through the air but it's just the claw still and you see the background whooshing behind it so like the camera's yeah. like mounted on the claw like that for sure there's a bunch of stuff like that Enjoy. and then also in uh sorry but when um yeah me too <laughs> when norman osborne <laughs> is changing into the green goblin for the first time when he's put in the gas chamber and like the smoke clears and he's kid. like shaking that's totally the like um possessed makeup because his eyes are all like white and his cheekbones look more pronounced and he's gaunt and stuff it's like, oh, okay. I know where that came from now. <laughs> yep. Uh, and, and Drag Me to Hell, also by Sam Raimi, you can oh. tell is like pretty much Evil Dead with different characters. Because mm. there's a scene where they're doing like, they're trying to, they're doing a seance and then they try and like, uh, they have to get the uh, demon, because it's a goat demon in that movie. Like mm. they have to get it into a goat and sacrifice the goat to mm. kill the demon. Okay. Well, during the seance, like, it manages to get th- into one of the guys, and he starts floating around doing, like, the weird, like, arm thing that they do in Evil Dead, and he's like, ah, just oh. that shit, and they're just kind of floating, and you can tell they're on by strings and the shit. weird arm thing. Like, it, they do it in the first do, like, Evil Dead. They, I think they do it in, like, every 
I know what you're talking movie. about. When you when you demonstrate it, they they float around. Their arms just kind of like dangle like this, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like kind of okay. like, yeah. They do that and drag me to hell. And... <laughs> it's one of Sam Raimi's trademarks. Yeah. Is it really? I don't know. I didn't even know it was. Oh, the the arm thing. I thought you were saying Drag Me to Hell was one of his trademarks. I was like, what? (laughs) I didn't even know he did it. People like that movie. That's a shame. That that one, I remember that one had like jump scares galore in it. That was like, I think that was when I built my immunity to jump scares was that movie. (laughs) Because I went and saw it with Dad and we were just sitting there like shitting our pants left and right. And then there was a part when I, I... I walked out to get us refills of shit. And so I've got two pops and popcorn. <laughs> and I'm holding it. And it is dead silent in the movie. And Dad was like so worried that something was going to happen. I was going to like go flying. <laughs> like the guy in the AMC trip. Yeah, just like that. And so I I'm fucking sitting, hate that dickhead. I loved it. And I hate that they I'm, took it out. I'm so glad they took it out. It fucking pissed me off at the beginning of every movie. That's Whoa. probably why I didn't like Thor Ragnarok. I probably saw that first and I was like, I'm going to fucking hate this movie now. <laughs> But yeah, you don't yeah. like watching people exaggeratedly throw popcorn. I also hate the one guy and his girlfriend where the guy's fucking grinning ear to ear like someone uh, gave him the Chelsea smile where he looks at his girlfriend in I slow motion it. like that right before. it's That's the one that plays that before anymore. the trailers start. I don't think they do that anymore. No, they do. Because no. they show him walking into the theater first. He's still got that dumb fucking smile on his face. What? He's just what? smiling from ear to ear from when he entered the theater to when he sat down for the movie. What was the reasoning behind changing the popcorn guy? Like, I don't know. What they should have done is done what they did with the... Doubled down on it. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a fun. drink, too. <laughs> well, they had, like... He gets up and pours it on somebody instead. You know how they used to have those weird, like, AMC, like, little faces animations before yeah. the... Yeah. And then, like, when it was a horror movie, it'd be all, like, scary things going on. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they should do that with the popcorn guy, and only during horror movies have him do the jump thing. Yeah. And then the rest of them just, you know, steadily eating his popcorn, but... By the way, I was also like, no one ever sits that far forward in their seat either. And then I saw Mariah at the movie, and she was, like, sitting forward in her seat. I was like, whoa. I think she does that when she gets nervous in a movie, like, oh, when, okay. when shit's happening. I do that when it's time to get real in video games. <laughs> so I, I do it have... when I'm not comfortable in a seat. I shimmy around a lot. Oh, God, me too. I can't sit still Plus ever was... in movie theater seats. Sorry about the podcast chair that you had for a long time. Yeah. It was hot <laughs> as fuck in that theater, too. I was sweating like a hog, just sitting still. So that was another reason why I was moving around. Just can you kind of get a brief breeze going through? <laughs> just like... yeah, there's like yeah. no comfortable seat. That's what, that's what I like about the recliner seats at the... Um, like DeKalb Theater. Oh, is that an AMC one or is that? The... It is. Uh, yeah, oh. it wasn't when I was first there. Was it I Regal would've... or something? Uh, no, it was like Cinemark or some shit. Mm. I still hold my favorite theater. So, well, other than the one in DeKalb with the reclining seats, because that was when I saw it in those chairs. Like mm-hmm. that was the first movie I saw in a recliner. Like man, I wish. And everyone was coming in with blankets. I'm like, I wonder why they blast the AC in those theaters. <laughs> so I could have taken a nap in the <laughs> recliner. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, Warenberg, that's where I saw uh, Dawn of Justice and uh, Civil War, I think. And it was like a big-ass theater. They had like semi-reclining seats, but, I mean, they weren't fully reclining. But that was probably my favorite theater because they had the best invention ever, which they got rid of, which is the bowl that goes over a bucket of popcorn so you can shake it and everything gets evenly coated. Oh, and you don't lose popcorn. Exactly. (laughs) And then, like, oh, I asked for one of those lids once. Like, oh, we discontinued I'm like, why? <laughs> Out of everything the movie theater, charge people for it if, you, if that's an issue. Just like, lose your shit, throw the popcorn at him, fucking walk out. <laughs> Just be one no, of those guys. You go sit in your chair, and then you throw your popcorn up like you're scared, and then you leave. <laughs> um, 
my best theater was the one in Chicago. Uh, I think it was like 500 Grand Avenue. That was the first theater I ever went to that had like full on <clears throat> reclining seats and stuff. That one actually had a bar in it too. It was dope. Nice. It was an AMC. And the first movie I saw was uh, Deadpool. Which was good because the first time I went and saw it, I uh, was two seats down from some neckbeard dude who like laughed insanely <laughs> loud. He was like, <laughs> at every fucking part. He ruined the whole fucking movie for yeah. me. It was also Valentine's Day. <laughs> that was like when I went and saw Logan for the first time. Well, actually, I guess the only time. Um, <laughs> and the motherfucker who sat one row in front of me and one chair to the right. Like the beginning when he's fighting the guys who are like trying to like vandalize his limo. Mm-hmm. And that guy's just like, ooh, yeah, and like shit like that. I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. Jordan's dad is just like that, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were watching uh, Dawn of Justice, and um, in the scene where Batman's, like, fucking people up in the warehouse yeah. to save uh, Clark's mom. Martha. Martha. Um, <laughs> he's like, oh, my God! <laughs> I was like, dude, I was like, Jesus. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Uh, Laud also said he was just like that in... Um, uh, Star Trek Into Darkness <laughs> when uh, I think it's when um, Spock is fighting Khan he was like, going like oh my god <laughs> like shit like that during the fight scenes Jordan kind of did that when uh, we went and saw Godzilla though IMAX <laughs> uh, when I went with you guys to see Godzilla um, there was the fucking dork when uh, they do like the real 3D IMAX and then they play the Godzilla roar at the same like during that part there was some nerd in front of us who went, oh, my God. Jordan did like, the exact... Are you sure that wasn't Jordan? It did. wasn't Jordan. It Jordan was like did. a guy two seats in but front. But he did the... When we, we, we went and first saw it, he did the exact same thing. He was like, dude, this looks fucking dope. He, did, he said something on those lines, but... No. I mean, I was as hyped for the movie as he was, but, like, I, I, he was doing... They, you can tell he's his father's son. I think there are acceptable times to do that. Like, when I saw Endgame the first, uh, an opening weekend, in the portals scene at the end of the movie... The theater went fucking nuts for just a little bit, and that's okay. It's not okay because for me. <laughs> it, we, it was built up to, there was no dialogue. You're not missing anything from the movie. You're just watching all the characters assemble. And then everybody was quiet for when Cap said Avengers Assemble. Spoiler alert. And then... <laughs> if you it's have, not a spoiler. <laughs> that happens in every movie. <laughs> no, it does not. This is the only Avengers movie Cap says Avengers Assemble. Really? Yes. Oh. Well, it's always played. Well, up now to the movie's ruined. You know, <laughs> I'll never be able to see it. God, I fucking hate that though. I want to have that moment to myself. No, I, but that, I, that, I that was part quiet. of. But that was part of the moment. Was everybody's excitement? Not for me. Well, my excitement is internal, and that's when I force out the single man tear. It's like <laughs> this is for me. I, I'm Dude. the same way. I don't like when people are like, if they want to give a standing ovation at the end of the movie, fine. I don't okay. care. I but, had like, that problem watching Force Awakens. Han Solo. <laughs> Fucking chewy. That's and then Leia showed up and got quieter and then like C-3PO and like everybody was dying down by it. It's like, all right, we've seen everybody. Yeah, it's like, I'm the same way. It's like, just shut, shut up. You can cheer it silently. Was, it's, a, like, it's a fucking movie. <laughs> like, was, I agree. I love them and I enjoy seeing these parts happening. But I... It was, I don't know. It was a cool moment. Like, I thought in the theater at that moment it was cool. Two weeks later when people weren't doing it, I'm like, cool. We're all, we're all good now. <laughs> Like, if people were still losing their shit, I'm like... All the next year two wanted to freak point. out, freaked out already. Yeah, like, it's it's done. At this point, just let it be now. You know? My big thing is it's not a fucking play. The, the, no, all, the, no, no, The characters we aren't, aren't like, working funny. off of your, like... Yeah, no, obviously. ...enjoyment of the movie. That's, that's actually why I never understood why people applaud during movies. 
like everybody was just like you know like cheered for a moment but that was like for the audience like the, that cheer was for the audience and it was uh, it, that, i don't know in it, the moment, moments like that awesome. that's when i like to sit back get my goosebumps be like mm-hmm. yeah like, like that, that, that exactly that's nice. like like uh the whole scene in kingsman when he goes berserk in the church, the church scene, scene. I, if people cheered during that shit i would have been like like I was like sitting there enjoying it. Like the first time it ever happened to me was actually in the first Avengers movie when Hulk fucking destroyed Loki. Like uh-huh. gave him the fucking slam back and forth, and yeah. then he said "puny god." Yeah. Everyone fucking lost their minds at that part. I was like, "Like this it's is okay the dawn if of my would... like internal rage." <laughs> like that was like the first time it happened. Yeah. That was also the first time I went to a movie and it was like full on packed. Mm-hmm. Like we had to wait in line to get into the theater. That was the first time that ever happened for me. I remember when we went and saw Last Jedi. How bad a line that was. I'm glad we got there as early as we did. Yeah. You guys always shit on me for going to a movie early. <laughs> At least we didn't have to wait in line. No, no, no. It's different. Like, when you go into a Star Wars movie, we went to Annabelle Comes Home at 11 o'clock on a Friday. <laughs> the weekend Spider-Man came out also. Yes. There was no one in that theater. There was us and four I like to or catch five the other first people. Look. I'm sorry. The first looks. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really care for that. I get to see what's new V with <laughs> Maria Menounos. <laughs> I get to see get the to only see thing newbie with her is her fucking jean jacket. <laughs> I get I get to see all the uh, new arcade augmented reality. I get to see how I could save the theater, uh, how to race to the from theater. The Do you play those games? Yes, from the innovators. Do you play the games? No. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah keeps saying, "Oh, I need to download that," and then she always never does. And then we get to the movie, she says it every time. I fucking hate that Maria Menounos is like, "Did you do it yet?" Oh, look at that, huh? I've only seen her do that once. Oh, like with the card game one? Yeah, she's like narrating it as it's happening. Like, wow, how do you know this stuff? Oh, by the way, um, there was like, they (laughs) were doing like quick trivia at the beginning of Annabelle. Um, It was like, okay, uh, what are these three movies? It was just like stills of them. Mm -hmm. It was uh, was like Wizard of Oz, Black Panther, and something else. Yeah, because they had the same ones today. And then there was Silence of the Lambs. And then they wanted, oh, what's the famous quote from these movies? There's Silence of the Lambs. Good evening, Clarice. Which... That's the that's the problem I have here. It's like what's the other the, two what's... I was positive on because it was like Rocky and uh, whatever the other one was, and I'm like, okay, it's Yo Adrian and some other one. Yeah, I, I got the two of those right, but, yeah, but then Silence like, of the Lambs, I'm like, beans? I'm well, yeah, and that's just it. I'm like, those quotes are too long, and me and Mariah got, got a pseudo argument about it. She's like, yeah, but Good Evening, Clarice, that's like what he says. I'm like, no, but that's not the iconic quote from that movie. That's it's post the lotion on the skin, or I, a census taker tried to test me. Those are the two lines from that movie I, I mean, that people identify with immediately. I get not, Good Evening, Clarice, but also you are more correct because yes. those. If you were to if you were to go to any random person and be like, what is the famous line from Silence of the Lambs? Of the Lambs. One of those two would be said. Yeah, not like Good Evening Clarice. I actually thought it was Hello Clarice, so I would have been wrong. He says that. that too, but I mean, even or, or at the very end of the movie when he's like, I'm having an old friend for dinner. That is even more iconic than Good Evening Clarice. Not the Good Evening Clarice. No, I, I think, would have I gone to Hello Clarice, Clarice before I'm yeah. having an old friend for dinner. Because I didn't know that one until I saw it. No. So I enjoyed it, though. <laughs> Good movie. Yep. Never seen any of the other Hannibals. Because as far as I know, those the only, Silent Slam's the only one worth seeing. Kate loved the show, Hannibal. Yeah, I heard the show's well, good. Well, I've heard the show's good, but like Hannibal, Hannibal Rising. Oh, Red Dragon I've wanted to see. Oh, Gavin told me about but that. But that one, I don't know if that was uh, Anthony Hopkins, Hannibal. Mm. Oh, Hannibal. Anthony Hopkins was... Red Dragon? Yeah. No, that was... Uh... What the fuck's that guy's name? Hannibal Burris? No. Oh. I don't know, but it's it's not Anthony. Yes. Yeah. Well, and then there's also Manhunter, which was the first. Oh, that's the one I'm thinking of. That's the OG Hannibal Lecter movie. 
that was like the first one made with that had Hannibal Lecter in it mm. as a character. And then Silence of the Lambs came after? Yep. No, Red Dragon came out next, I think. So Silence of the Lambs is like the third Hannibal Lecter movie? Yeah, I think so. That's the most oh. famous I think. I, I'm not going to. That's neat. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. I'm I would gonna... assume like they just introduced the character Hannibal Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. And then it was like they realized that character was so good they decided to make movie spinoffs about him. Yeah, no, that was not the first one. Wow, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that. Neat. It's weird. Especially because it's not really a... I mean, it is, but it's not a Hannibal Lecter movie. So it's interesting that they just took him as a character and oh, okay. put him, plugged I, him into this. I was very wrong. Manhunter was first, so I knew that. Then Silence of the Lambs, then Hannibal, Red Dragon, and then Hannibal Rising. Mm. So in chronological order, it's Hannibal Rising, Manhunter, slash Red Dragon. Because, yeah, wasn't Red Dragon just a remake of Manhunter? Based on the novel. And, yeah, they're based on books. Okay, yeah, they're both based on the novel Red Dragon. Mm, I didn't realize they were based on books either. And then there's a lot I don't know. Hannibal. That's why we do this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> so, do we have any other thoughts on Evil Dead Two? Um, I think we covered. Let's most. make another Evil Dead Two. Honestly, I, well, I mean, they kind of left this one open. There's <laughs> a theory that the um, the lady that survived at the end of the new Evil Dead is gonna Ashley. Is that her name, Ashley? Yeah. Oh well, she's gonna meet up with the other Ashley. Ash, if you like to call him. I do like to call him that. Well, because it's, you know, because you got Ash and then Ashley. Mm-hmm. She's going to go find, or he's going to find her, and then they're going to team up and hunt some deadites. They're, I think that's going to be Army of Darkness, too. I think that's what they're going to go for. They're not just going to try and plug her into Ash versus Evil Dead? Ash versus I don't Evil Dead is done. Is it done for yep. sure now? Oh, Three okay. seasons still it got. Well, then I think, I think then they're going to make the next one that, which I'd be okay with. Like, I don't know if they're going to go back in time or if they're going to make Evil Dead 2. Where they go hunting with the deadites, or if they're going to, what they're going to do, but they're Evil both handless. Force slash Army of Darkness too. You know what would be really cool, since they're coming out with an Ashley Williams character for uh, Mortal Kombat, is if they did an alternate skin where it is the girl from the new Evil Dead. Yeah, that'd be cool. Another movie where he's a demon hunter is Bubba Hotep. There was a comic, <laughs> apparently, that was Army of Darkness slash Bubba Hotep, where Ash Williams works with Bubba Hotep. Well, even though it's played <laughs> by the same guy, but yeah. like, Bubba Hotep, I mean... You could also make the like a theory that Bubba Hotep is old Ash, and like after he decided to... Well, I guess no, because he was a Elvis impersonator when he was younger. So like, <laughs> what? This is funny. Oh, yeah. Well, because of also the line "Hail to the King, baby." Mm, yeah, yeah. Because okay, Bubba he, he teams up with a guy who thinks he's President Kennedy. I think <laughs> he's this old black guy who's like senile and he thinks he's <laughs> President Kennedy. All right, he's, he's someone, and then he teams up with Bubba Hotep. Or no. I don't know what the character's name is, but Bubba, I think Bubba Hotep is like the evil pharaoh creature that uh, they're fighting in the retirement home. Okay. <laughs> I don't we know. We should add this to the list. Because <laughs> I do want to watch it. So. Have and you watched it? No, I want oh, okay. to. Oh, okay. I'm going to step away from a second for a second. Right. I'm receiving a phone call and I need to pee. Well, I All think right. that's a good time yeah, to wrap it up anyway. No, I'm not done talking. <laughs> done talking to me. Yeah. So I think yeah, that's a good. I think that's a good spot to wrap up. Yeah, because Nick had to walk away and take a phone call. So fucking important. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so that's it for this week. Uh, Next week, TBD. Yeah, I mean, um, we're gonna do. I'm gonna be in Florida from Wednesday to Sunday. Yeah. So if we can arrange something for Monday or something. Well, Ray said he's off Tuesdays and Wednesdays. I mean. 
there might be a chance we could record Tuesday night before I leave Wednesday, but I. I'll or or we can sure. take a we can take a one week break. Well, I mean, nobody. we could just record with race next Tuesday, after I get back from Florida. Yeah, and then we would just have to turn it over real quick. That works. Or we'll do something else. Hmm. You know, depends. But uh, Jake, where can the people find you at? I am at Jake underscore Lavoy on all things and um, <clears throat> uh, at Roleplay Film for the short film we're trying to make. We're yep. just a little bit even closer to our budget now. We're at eleven forty. Yeah, eleven forty out of two one one hundred. Thank you. Two one hundred. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, John, where can they find you? Uh, I am at Rosendoom two on Twitter. Rosendoom one on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find the podcast at LTTS Podcast on Twitter. Uh, and late to the podcast on Instagram, uh, and Nick is joining us again now that his old so important uh, phone call is done. It wasn't uh, that important. I did have to pee though. Nick, where can the people find you? <laughs> I, I gave it on the last podcast. Yeah, I well, we give this every just, episode. Uh, Facebook and Twitter. I don't post to Twitter or Facebook really. I, it... more, I lurk on both of them. That's about it. What's your handle on Twitter? Uh, at Nick Rosenblum, I think. Capital N, capital R. Nice. Nice and easy. All right, guys. That's it for this week. We'll fucking let you know what we're doing next week. Don't be late. Bye, boy.